The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works, so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign. But everything John said about this man was true. And many there began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. One of the surest signs that you are doing the right thing is opposition. Opposition. That is, other people don't like it and try to oppose you and even try to stop you when you're doing the right thing. Bishop Taylor loves to remind us priests that if our preaching doesn't make someone unhappy, we're not preaching right. If everyone loves everything that you say, then you're doing it wrong. The ancient adage about what makes a good homily is that it comforts the afflicted and it afflicts the comfortable. <laughs> in other words, every good sermon should make you squirm in your pews a little. I remember how opposition helped me know I was doing the right thing in becoming a priest. I was a junior in high school when I decided to tell my family I wanted to go into the seminary and become a priest. I can still remember exactly where everyone was sitting at the dining room table at dinner that night and how each person reacted to the news. My mom had tears rolling down her face. I'm sure there were tears of joy. <laughs> Not. My dad is the strong, silent type. My younger sister was happy for me. But my older brother, who was already in college, I'll never forget what he said. My brother said, half taunting me, Oh, John, after a year in college, you'll change your mind. I've always wondered, what was he doing in college? Well, I heard that as a challenge and decided I'm going to stick it out in the seminary just to spite him. <laughs> Ironically, my brother's comment 
almost like an opposition, was a great stimulus and motivator for me to persevere in the seminary. In a sense, his sarcasm saved my vocation. That was an example of how opposition is a sure sign you are doing the right thing. In the Gospel today, Jesus meets a very fierce opposition to his vocation. We read, the Jews picked up stones to throw at him. And notice what Jesus asked them. I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? In other words, there's often a clear correlation and connection between doing good and the opposition that it generates. And this opposition to goodness would culminate on the cross. How so? Well, the greatest good deed ever done in history was Jesus' sacrificial death on the cross. And it was met by great opposition from virtually everyone, even Jesus' apostles, except Jesus' mother Mary and his beloved disciple John. Everyone else had abandoned our Lord for that good work of salvation. I'm sure you've heard of the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee by now. A transgender man, meaning he was born a female, named Audrey Elizabeth Hale, attacked a Presbyterian parochial school called the Convent School on March 27th. She killed six people before the police shot and killed her. The motive for the shooting is still under investigation. We're not exactly sure what all motivated her. But I suspect that at least part of the reason is because of the Christian teaching on being created male and female in the image of God. And that teaching is a good thing because it is what helps us to feel whole and happy. But it is met with opposition, like it was on March 27th. Audrey didn't pick up stones. She picked up an AR-15 rifle. And that was a tragic event, to be sure. But it should not entirely shock or surprise us. Why not? Well, because whenever we do something good or teach something good, it will be met with opposition. One of my favorite scripture passages is John chapter 16, verse 33, where Jesus assures his apostles at the Last Supper, in this world you will have trouble, you will have opposition. But take heart, I have conquered the world. Boys and girls, have you ever thought about why we do all the sacrifices that we make during Lent? We don't eat meat on Fridays. We are fasting on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. We give up chocolate or social media or video games or TV. Why do we make all these sacrifices? Do we Christian Catholics just enjoy being miserable? No. These sacrifices are designed to teach us how to handle suffering. Why do we need to learn how to suffer? 
Well, because our job as Christians is to share the good news, to teach the truth and do good works, just like Jesus did. And what will happen when we do good works? We will meet with opposition and resistance. People will pick up stones, or they will pick up AR-15 rifles. And ironically, that will be the sure sign that you are doing the right thing. Praise to be Jesus Christ.